Hey, what's up and welcome to Lecanton Podcast, your home for all things Manchester United. Uh, ready for the preview, review of the, the Wolverhampton game. Uh, I think let's just get straight into it. Chad, what's up, bro? What's up, what's up, bro? Um, yeah, let's get straight into it. Um, you know, obviously, we'll give our thoughts on the game and all of those things. But first, we're going to do the usual transfers. Uh, quick, Chad, your mic. you sounding a bit soft. Can you hear me better? Much better. Ah, sorry about that. Um, so, basically, transfers, like we always do, transfer news. Um, and you, you, let's start off with a big one then. Um, Ooh. So, Ooh. What big one? So, um, so what happened was, um, on the Thursday that Dan and I recorded, um, it obviously looked like the man was going to go to City. Uh, and Dan was very emotional about that. He was very upset. God, Didn't want to bro. talk about it on the on the pod on the episode. Now, I was I was I was, I was scared. I'm either gonna rant or I'm gonna like get super emotional and fuck up the pod, like proper emotional. <laughs> like, oh, bro, I I just can't understand why you would go there, man. Like, we love him. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So so we agreed. We're not gonna talk about him. Um, during that episode, we were like, we'll wait and see if it actually happens. Um, and it didn't. And instead, in under what was it like ten hours, he was signed for us instead. Oh, man, um, he's home. Broke, he's home. He's home. Bro. Broke the internet. Um, like broke the website, bro. It's great. Like he came back and he legit broke the internet because the website crashed. It couldn't handle all the traffic. Um, it's the most liked post on our Instagram and our and Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, mad. Um, like it's the most like sports team post, I think. Yeah, like it's it's crazy. Um, it's mad. This guy's got so much pull at thirty six, bro. So like, it's <sighs> mental, bro. I'm I'm so gassed for what he's gonna do for this squad, because like we are. We'll get into the performance, but just take this game out of your head. Just look at the 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 team and where we're at at the moment. We are so good right now. And he's just going to take mm. us up another level. I'm buzzing, yeah. bro. And to everybody that says he's washed and he's finished and he can't do it in the Premier game, you don't know shit. That's all I'd say on that. Bro. Look, they're, they're going to find out because yeah, I'm don't... pretty sure that man is not washed. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that man is not washed. Um, and if you still don't know who we're talking about, we are obviously talking about Cristiano Ronaldo himself. Um yeah, that was Friday. Was just a very, it was a wild day. Um, like, to to for all the news, like you know, the news had us on Thursday night and Thursday as a whole, just feeling um, very down. Just hold on quickly, then. No problem. Um. Yeah, bro. Like the 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 news was bleak. Everything was just going wrong, and now we finally got him. We've got him back. Again, like I say, anybody that thinks he's washed, you don't know what you're talking about. This guy scored 101 goals for Juventus in 134 appearances. That is that is insane. Like, if any other player scored... I don't want to start that whole, if any other player, but if a player scores that, then you're thinking world-class, legendary. But people actually look at that then and they say, oh, you can't do that in the Prem. 
Oh, he's washed. He's done. Oh, man. They don't know. I'm just so keen. And with the squad we've built, he'll obviously walk in and take the nine spot. We can't dispute that. But he'll have so much supply all around him. We're hoping for Jaden to hit form soon. He's still chatting with the team. Things aren't clicking. But they will. It happens at new signings. Pogba and Bruno right behind him. Um, and then we've got on the right, um, on the left, it'll be Rash coming back. Or even Pogba on the left again. This guy's going to get fed from every single angle. And there's one thing he know, we know he does better than anybody else, and that's finish. So buzzing about that there. Um, Chat's just busy at the moment, but I'll just run through the other transfer news. Um, Diogo Dalo, it has been confirmed that he's staying at the club. There was late rumors um, about him joining Dortmund. Talks were actually pretty advanced, but um, United felt like signing him and then moving on to negotiations with Trippier just wasn't going to work out. Um, so they kind of pulled the plug on selling Diogo to BVB. Excuse me. But he's confirmed that he's staying. He will be our second string right back. I'm keen on that. Like, I feel like he's actually got quality about him. He can push one Bissaka quite a bit. So I'm, I'm not seeing too many negatives about him staying. Um, Amadiallo was set to go out on loan to Fenerbahce. Um, the loan did fall through last minute because um, he got injured in training. So unlucky for that. Are you back? Yeah. Just fix yeah, your mic again. What's on your forehead? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that. No stress. Um, I didn't want to ramble yeah. on Ronaldo too much. So I just ran through the other other transfers. I'll That's, go all night. I'll go all night. This will be a 30 minute part. <laughs> it's it's no stress. Um yeah, it's unfortunate with Ahmed because like the, the, the loan deal to Firenode was signed, sealed, delivered. No, it was Firenord. Are you sure? Yeah. Bit. Um bit. Slap it. Um slap it. You're all hearing it now, so Danny's gonna get a slap after this. Um yeah, it sucks that you know it fell through because he got injured in training. Um, I don't know how serious it was. Dan's getting we slapped later. Don't know how serious it was. <laughs> um, yeah, it sucks. Um, I hope it isn't serious. It's especially since like they're the ones telling us that you got an injury in training and stuff. So they, um, they, I don't know why they, bro, training injuries in our experience watching and seeing the shit, they're never really that serious. So I don't know why they'd pull out on a deal if he's fit in two, three weeks, especially with the international yeah. break. But hey, bro, fuck him, honestly. Um, Jesse Lingard, Ali has mentioned that it uh, looks like he'll be staying at the club. Um, there were some rumors that um, like West Ham are kind of hoping for a situation where we extend him for a year like we did to Axel, I think it was. Yeah. No, Ghana, sorry. And Axel. No, it was Axel. Uh, where we extend him for a year and then we send him on loan uh, with an obligation to buy. To buy, I think that's perfect mm-hmm. situ- situation. That'd be the ideal thing to happen. Whether it yeah. does, that's a whole another story. Who knows? Um, I think like that that I that deal of like we you know you and I discussed it over of you know I I have no problem with them 
get like he extends for an extra year or whatever and then they have a loan not an obligation to buy i have no problem with that my only annoyance with west ham in general um is the fact that like they were speaking like they've they've offered us you know the 25 million that we want um we just need to accept we need to accept it and then jesse will be theirs and all whereas they hadn't sent a bid they instead were negotiating for a what's a 35 million deal for Zuma. And then today it also comes out that they're also negotiating for a 30 million deal uh for CSK Moscow Vlasic. Yeah, Vlasic. And one, you know, Jesse proved so they're paying more for him, whereas Jesse proved that he's done it for you, he played well for you, he took you to European football, he had you challenging for a Champions League spot at one point. And you don't want to pay that money. It's just that annoys me. Stupid you, but, business, bro. But it's, yeah, it's yeah. not our clubs, so. though. That's how small clubs move. So, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, have you spoken about James? I no, think not yet. Have. I think... Uh, I no, no, think... I done Diallo, Dalot, and a little bit of Ronaldo. Ah, okay. So... Uh, yeah, you can touch on James and yeah. the DM from France. Yeah, yeah. Um... So with James, obviously now that we have signed Ronaldo, um, that obviously pushes James down the picking order because, I mean, Tony and Rash left wing, um, Mace and um, Sancho right wing and Cavani and Ronnie up front. It's like you are essentially sixth choice for three spots, you know? Um, so that, that was... Yeah, was it? Yeah, or whatever. Um, <laughs> Doing maths so quick. So, yeah. Um, so, like, whatever game time he was going to get, that is essentially cut down to, like, a quarter of that game time. Um, and that has now brought um, the Premier League clubs that were interested in him earlier in the window back into play. Because earlier in the window, there were approaches for Dan James. And we said no, you know, simply because Rash was injured. Um, we weren't 100% sure what's happening with Jesse. We didn't have Ronaldo for one. We didn't have Sancho at that point either. So it was a case of we don't know what's happening. So we cannot sell or loan him out to those Premier League clubs. But like vultures, they saw Ronaldo was in and they were like, here's our chance, let's inquire again. And we also offered those clubs that inquired, we have asked them now, are you interested again? Um, and it seems like it's moving the quickest with Brighton. Yeah, that's quite um, it's that it's, Yeah, like they, they're saying it's a very fluid situation and it's changing hourly almost. The only, um, uh, sorry Chad, the only schlep with the Brighton uh, James deal is that it's not confirmed whether it's a purchase, a loan, a loan with the option, a loan with the obligation. That's yeah, the only that's thing. That's the only. Um, but for for with regards to James, I look. I would prefer a a a loan with maybe an an optional obligation. Doesn't really matter to me, you know. Yeah. It's, it's James. Um, but if say it, for example, it was a loan with an option, I would want the option to be for twenty five thirty million. Um, because yeah. that gives us what like ten fifteen million profit on him. Something like that. Um, Throw some British tax in there as well. Yeah, that's to me, that's good business. He's prim proven. And for, um, you know, a mid table side like 
Brighton where they have all the space in behind, he could be excellent for them. He could. Um, I, I, so, Leeds is yeah. also still lurking in the background though, um, which was, I don't know, there's a whole bunch. I feel like every time Dan James's name goes up as for sale or for loan, Leeds is always in and around. That could also be yeah. a situation that we see about. I think with James, right, like if we could get guaranteed money for Jesse, the obligation, and mm-hmm. I'm fine with loading him out with an option to buy. So if he if he succeeds and he enjoys himself there, they can buy him. If he doesn't, he comes back and we send him somewhere else, whatever. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Thing. But like, ideally, straight up sell for James, 25 mil, and then mm-hmm. guaranteed money for Jesse if this whole loan obligation situation plays out. We've got we've mm-hmm. got a guaranteed 50 in the club. We could go out there and buy a solid six, if you think about it. But again, could. that's whether or not that happens and how everything plays out. Um, yeah. Speaking of DMs, uh, Kamavinga's name is still looming in the background. Remember, guys, he yes. has been transfer listed by Ren, um, meaning they need to sell. They want to sell. If after the 31st they haven't sold him, he's leaving for free and they don't want that. Um, yeah. So Because it, like he could still leave in January, but then it's like, what, 5, 10 mil? Yeah. And if he nice. doesn't, then you know, like he's, a, he's a free then to negotiate with Paris and Madrid and Barca or whoever, wherever he wants to go. And then he leaves for free. So for them, getting any possible money right now is better than leaving for free in 12 months' time, obviously. Um, so we like, were speaking about again, the, the, that the, could the, change on yeah. the final day for us. Yeah, we were speaking about this deal, and we were saying it's possible if United were shrewd enough, they would be playing chicken with Ren at the moment because essentially we're the only team really looking at him. If you think about it, yeah, um, not that he's a bad player, but everybody's stacked in that position, so. He's, they valued him at 30 million euros. If we go in on the last day, the last hour, and we say, yes, 20, yes, 18 or whatever, we could probably strike a deal. And although it has been reported that he wants to go to Paris, um, yeah, Paris, and he wants to go to Madrid, bro, we, we, we signed Ronaldo. Like, players yeah. are going to open their eyes and realize wherever that man goes, trophies go. You know what I mean? He, yeah. And I'd take Kamavinga, bro, like, I'm, I'm telling you, like, we indoctrinate him a bit, put him in a room, <laughs> let him watch a couple documentaries. He'd fall in love with the club too, bro. You know what I mean? Just... You know, give him, give him that, um, those, those guys who do the club interviews and, oh, you yeah, know, just... to be on some Winter Soldier <laughs> shit, you know? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Just, just put him in a room with them just... and they must just read you know, him questions about the club. Playing the table season on a loop, bro. Just constantly. <laughs> just... <laughs> Shotska um, has won it. Shotska has won it. <laughs> yeah, bro. I, I think it could be a good deal for us. And he brings energy. He brings probably a lot of what Fred has, except he brings, I feel, a lot more defensive stability because um, he has played that position quite a bit more by himself, the single pivot, essentially. Um, yeah. I think that's it for transfer news, chat. I kind of took over today, but that's what yeah, happens. No, it's... You know, no booty calls and things. Um, no, 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 no. We've got um, some. Oh yeah, the game. Wolves versus no, the game. What else then? I mean, why are we here? I I just thought yeah. we, we coming to talk and chill. I thought you missed me. You wanted to have a chat, but okay, it's the game. It's the game. Yeah, then let's let's 
let's be serious, get down to the nitty-gritty. Um, yeah, the game. That game, Dan. Um, <laughs> poor performance. Yeah. Um, especially, oh, first off, was terrible. Um, Fred was poor. He was. Um, Pogba was was poor. Um, like that, that, the thing that frustrated me with the first half, especially, was we were sloppy in position. We were poor with our passing. We we just didn't keep hold of the ball enough. You know, there and were times were where we couldn't get out dominant. our half, dude. Like yeah, the, they were dominant. Like Traore was all over us. Um, pause. Um, <laughs> and yeah, like I just look. That man could have had like the 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 like just the spider the spider one clearance goal line clearance. The that so like on the break as well like when we had a corner for example and they broke away, um, it was just it was, it was stressful. If they um, had if they had better decision making in the final third, they could have easily scored three or four in that first first half. Easily, easily, easily. we were that poor um, that in one half they could have. Put us away. Yeah, um, like Fred, like Fred's Fred's positioning and his his passing at times as well was just, and his decision just, making, bro. Like, yeah. why are you passing to a player that's clearly like getting pressed? He was playing passes to players that were that had two guys on him, but it's basically like just get the ball off me type of thing. Yeah, um, like he like in the past he has also struggled against Wolves, but like he had a very bad game again today. Yeah. Um, especially in the first half. Um, but we, you know, we had that Rolls Royce at the back. So, no stress. <laughs> Easy. Yeah, man. That's um, another one. Like, guys, for those that didn't watch the game, Rafael Varan made his um, professional debut for the club. Jaden Sancho made his full debut as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't count mm-hmm. the Bernie situation uh, that happened behind closed doors. Um, Varan just he showed like he's world class, bro. Like so yeah. calm, so composed. Um, I'm I was saving this for later, but I'm gonna just run through um his stats for the Three game, stats. bro. Like this guy is just he's insane. Like compared to what we have behind him and Maguire, he's different gravy, honestly. Uh, Varane versus Wolves, eighty-eight percent pass accuracy, seventy-four total touches, five passes into the final third. Five aerials contested, three clearances, two aerials won. Um, oh, I flipped it. My bad. Uh, a cross blocked and a cheeky assist just to top it all off. A cheeky assist. Um, yeah, like... First clean cheat of the season game. as well, eh? Just putting that out that there. That is also true. That is also true. Um, that guy is just like different gravy, guys. Like people were like, oh, he's going to, you know... He's gonna come to the prem. Can he handle the pace? Can he do this? Is he? Is he? Brad, this man is a four times Champions League winner, a World Cup winner, and you're asking, can he handle the prem's pace? Can, can he, he handle, handle the, the physicality? Can he okay. handle? <laughs> bruh, come on, bro. Come on. I do feel um, Wolves were kind of hard done by with this game. I won't say we deserve the three points at all. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. But um, something I this, did. This, yeah. This game, for, like for me specifically, this game just highlights. Yes, guys, look here. I tweeted and I was like, you know, fuck a DM. Cristiano's coming back and all of that shit. <laughs> but after that first half, I was on my knees. I was like, 
Lord, I am begging you. Sure. I am on my knees here. I need a DM. I need a DM and a good one, please. But we said because... if Ronaldo comes, our heads are going to go and our heads win, bro. The thing is, obviously, like, it's Ronaldo. It's going to happen. Yeah. Um, but, like, guys. Yeah, it's, it's clear that we need a six. Like, and I do feel with Freddie Boy, he's an eight, guys. Like, he, he plays a box-to-box role. He does that for Brazil. Probably did that. Uh, he played as a 10, I'm sure, before we signed him. And now we're moving him so far deep that in his head, he's always wanting to get forward. In the later stages of the game, when we were trying to gain control of the of the game, Fred was still getting high up to the edge of the box when we need him Look. to stop any potential breaks. So decision-making on his part isn't great, but it's not ideally... It's not like a 1,000%, one, this is Fred's fault. The guy's playing out of position. Yeah. Like, yeah, guys, look here. That's that's something I just want us to get out there, like me specifically as well. Like, yes, I shit on Fred, and I'm like, oh, Fred is having a a, a stinker gain and whatever. He's not a real Brazilian. But, <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> that's that's reserved for preseason Pirlo, please. <laughs> um, but I am not saying Fred is a shit player or whatever. Like, I know the qualities Fred has, and there are there are lots of things I like about Fred. However, the role he's being asked to play and the way he's being utilized with our team simply because of, you know, the midfielders that we have. And again, it's no, not his fault or anything like that. It just highlights his weaknesses. Um, and at Fred himself, like we've seen it with Brazil, he plays best when he has a, you know, a sitter alongside him. Like we have so many midfielders like that. It's crazy where they play better with, like, Pogba does that better, the box-to-box role. Freddie's also good in the box-to-box. Scotty's good in the box-to-box role as well. So, all three of those guys, are like, let's not even get into Donny, who everyone wants to see play. Everyone. is always pissed when they don't see Donny on the starting lineup. Um, So, like, all these guys are better with alongside them. And we don't have a holder. So obviously that's where the McFred, you know, link up comes from, pivot comes from because they mask each other's um, weaknesses as best as possible for what we have right now. Um, but yeah, I love Fred. Um, and it's just a pity that, you know, he's always, he's always fair enough. He is the scapegoat um, right now. Shouts out Ben. Um, <laughs> <laughs> He is a scapegoat right now, um, but I definitely we like we know the qualities Fred has and how good he can be, because there are some games where Fred is just you know Shevskis. Yeah, um, I'm gonna go on a quick tangent here. Uh, nothing too yeah. drastic, but I've seen a lot of people going on about Ali and how much he's spent and, um, like I get it. Liverpool are operating in a profit right now. We also have shit owners. We know that feeling of. Um, you're not like you, you can see your managers not getting back. You can see holes in your squad that you want to get fixed. The difference I feel is that I'm just using Liverpool as an example. Liverpool need uh, more attacking players to rival the ones that they have right now, right? Mm-hmm. But their owners aren't, bu- aren't buying that there. Our holds were 1 to 11, and then everybody on the bench, and then everybody in the squad. Those were our holds. So, like, as much as you can throw Ollie's uh, budget at him and 
oh, look how much he spent, zero trophies, da-da-da-da-da. This man has rebuilt this team to win out everyone's. There's people calling us favorites. I think they're doing that. They're just to place expectation to then that, say. That, that uh, comes with the expectations of, you know, Varane, Sanjo. No, I, I 100% agree. Like, and I know. feel like for like online, social media, they're throwing, I'm talking about rivals, for example. They're throwing that Ali needs to win the league title so that if it doesn't happen, it's banter. You it's get like, what I mean? Yeah. That's yeah. bait, basically. So this guy's literally rebuilt the squad to where someone like Ronaldo can look at the squad and be like, I actually wouldn't mind playing in that team. I can see something. I in can win team. something. Exactly. So I just want to throw that out there, bro. Like too many people are looking at how much he spent, how much he spent. He spent this much on this plan, this much. But none of his signings have been bad. Not one. We not Dan James is not a bad player. He just isn't for us at the moment. We want better. Every every yeah. fan wants better. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Dan James, Prem, he's a Prem winger. He can play for most teams below 10th, including Arsenal. So look, he could he could play for Everton. Like exactly. he could play for most clubs outside of the top. He could play for Arsenal. Let's not even lie. Yeah. Um, so we just want we just I just want to put that out there like bro if that's the agenda you're choosing to run scrap it bro because it's it's chalked it's that's just it's trash um that's just a quick tangent back to the game though um second half we came out much much better um yeah definitely improved a lot I thought in the first half we play, we definitely played Wolves' game they came at us as soon as we got the ball back we were like we need a goal now and we just yeah. rushed every single, every single play was rushed. That's why we were getting caught out in midfield. We were misplacing too many passes. Nothing was clicking. We couldn't get out our half. Everything was mm-hmm. going wrong. And as we came out in the second half, I think Oli definitely calmed the players down. I'm not crediting him for the win, but what I'm saying is he got everybody on side in the sense of just compose yourselves. There's still 45 minutes, basically. Because yeah. when we came out in the second half, it was our game. We frustrated them it by just, keeping the ball. We, we we were a lot more composed on the ball as well. We weren't passed around the ball as, as often. much as we needed to. We tried one or two things; they didn't work. We retained possession. Like we definitely played a lot better in the second half. Um, and I credit that to the manager in the sense of, if you just like say nothing and just send them out again, what's going to happen? The same thing that happened yeah. in the first half. We definitely needed to calm the guys down. I think it's it's an I'm not. This isn't a cop-out, but it's an adjustment to having fans in the stadium. Because Wolves fans yeah. today were, they were on they it. They were on it. I was, I was loving it as like just watching it. Like, but mm. they were on it, bro. Like every time Bruno got the ball, he was getting jeered. Every time he shot, he was getting jeered. Like they were like at everybody on our side, which I get. That's mm. what you want. So I think that everyone just needed calming down, which happened. And we switched up. I think in the second half as well. We kind of got Fred on side. He definitely played a bit better in the second half. Because in the first, basically Pogba had to move him around the field. You could spot mm-hmm. it a few times where Pogba's basically telling him where to stand. Pogba had to track so far deep back. That sentence was not right. But anyway, Pogba had to track <laughs> back so much that he wasn't doing anything going forward. In the second half, yeah. we definitely switched to a 4-3-3 flat. Fred sits, Pogba and Bruno high up. But... We can't expect to play two tens because there's so much space between that and Fred. We'd get fucked in midfield. So I'm just saying, like, it was a decent switch up in the second half. Keen to see how that evolves in future games. 
another thing about this result, as bad as the performance was, is that a game like this, with the performance like this, last season we draw this game, the season before we get spanked, now we're walking away with the three points. That is major, major, major. If you can steal three points when you are playing bad, that is signs of a good team, signs of good characters. And those three points in the back end of the season come March, April, May, like that whole, those three points are going to count for a lot. We'll be able to look back at this Wolves game and be like, thank fuck we won. Obviously, that's always the reaction when you win. But um, it's just like, excuse me. It's definitely something that we'll be able to look back at this Wolves game and be so thankful that we got the three because it's it's going to do us so well if we go on to do a bit of a title charge, which we, of course, are hoping that we do. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, just look, I think, like we've said from the start, yes, we might have Sancho, Varane, and now Ronaldo as well. But I still think that, you know, number six is going to be our downfall. Yeah. The, the, the DM is going to be where... We 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 feel the pain if we don't get one in. I think that's where we're gonna feel the pain because obviously now the 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 rumors of you know us getting Saul are saying it's unlikely and things like that now. Another one, um, Neves after today. He cried too much. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'd still take Neves. It was just a little bit. Of... Yeah, but look, let's 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 go, let's get on to that foul. Um, and the I the outcry. Some people are saying, yeah, I. <laughs> I don't know. Look, you 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 cannot say that is a foul, and then you know Bruno last weekend is not a foul. Like, come on, what are you watching? Where you calling that a foul? And the 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 you know that's still look you you seen the tweet, um the still that this Arsenal fan put up, and it's from the the reverse angle. Um, so you see Pogba coming in, and it looks like Pogba is taking this guy's you know calf off his leg or something. Um. But like, if you watch it, you watch you watch it in real time. You watch it back on replays. You watch all the replay angles. It's like, <laughs> why are you crying? Like, it's not a foul. Because for one, it happens. He doesn't feel anything. He looks back at the ref like, are you gonna call a foul? No. Okay. He looks where the ball is. Oh shit! United have the ball. Oh no! My calf. My yeah. ankle. I'm in so much pain. Like. Come on, guys. Come on. And then, like, some of you saying, oh, when it happened to Bruno, it was put out. And, well, for one, they went on the edge of the 18-yard box. They were in center circle when they put the ball out. Um, yeah, so I, I don't understand. That's complaining and for complaining's sake, bro. Like, and, if- Yeah, and again, like, sportsmanship, there's no obligation on us to do that. There was also no obligation on them to do that. They could have played on. Um, and we played on because we knew the foul was bullshit. Yeah. You know? It's like, like the, 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 remember Scott versus Son? Like, we went mm. on to score that goal even though Son was crying. You know what I mean? Because you knew, like, yeah. it's, it's light. It's, it's, Obviously, it's it did bullshit. get ruled out. And the fact that this one didn't, I mean, bro, far is clearly legit. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just one more, one more quick thing about this whole debacle and all the outcry. I feel like people are just complaining for complaining sake, bro. I'd, I agree with Pogba in the sense that it was a 50-50. I can see how people say Pogba didn't get the ball or I think Pogba did get a touch on the ball. Um, 
but it was a 50-50. We came out with the ball in the end, and we went on to score. If Pogba was rolling on the floor crying and never is cleared ball and he went on to score or whatever, no one would have said shit because it's a 50-50. You know what I mean? Yeah, Both yeah. players are going in with the same intent. Um, and again, like I say, people are complaining for complaining. Say, I draw back to the Liverpool versus Chelsea game. Clearly a, a handball on the line. When mm-hmm. has that not been a red card? That's what I want to know. But everybody is bitching it's, and moaning. It's I, not a red. I, it's not intentional. Da 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 da. Bro, you it hits your hand, stops a goal. You on the line. You're not a goalkeeper. Look, I, I look. I felt it was harsh. Like I felt like the, specifically the, the Chelsea penalty now that you're talking about. Yeah. I felt that it was harsh. I felt that it was a penalty. Like that's stone yeah. cold penalty. It's obvious. But the red. I didn't think it was a red card. Like, I felt the red card was harsh. But I can understand going according to the letter of the law. It is exactly. like, I can understand. Because you know, it hits his thighs and it hits like, his hand. Like, if it yeah, went straight so I hand, like, I get that. But I'm saying, yeah. In, in, the, in the rule, like, not in the rule, but like, like I know that shit. But in the, in, in, throughout football, the rule is if you're on the line and it hits your hand and you're not a goalkeeper, guess what, buddy? Back to the showers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, complaining for complaining's sake. Um, let's just uh, run through quick things. Key players for the game? Yeah, key players. Um, we didn't even give Davies flowers, guys. Yeah. Like, we... that, that, that save. Look, I, for one, I, myself, and I know Dan as, as well, we have been shitting on Dave. And that's simply because of, you know, his physicality. Yeah, and we know where he where he was and how great he was. And there were still times today where I was frustrated where he didn't come for a ball that he maybe could have and should have. Um, but and he's still a weakness yeah. on set pieces because they crowd him out and yeah. he does nothing. They, yeah. Um, but that that double save was brilliant. Yeah. Like that save. Reminds you of uh, Arsenal, doesn't it? Just a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so for me, Dave, um, Aaron was like, you know, to, to, to deal with um, Treore basically all by himself for most of the, most of the game was impressive. His yeah. goal line clearance, impressive because that is past Dave and you're thinking, okay, destined for goal and he slides in there and he stops it in his tracks. We don't win that game without those those two actions. The goal line save and yeah. the double save. We lose that game. That's, that's what we were saying. Like, we could have been 4-0 down easily. Oh, mm-hmm. bro. Um, and then also, Varane. Just, you know, we've said it already. Brilliant today. Just he brilliant. was. Um, like, the only thing you could say was at fault for was um, the, the, the header for the double save from Dave. Hmm. But that's simple. You didn't jump early enough. You or you felt like he was climbing on you, and you would have got to follow whatever. Cool. Um, I shouldn't happen, but that's the only thing I can fault him for. You know, like that's yeah. not picking. Like that's the one thing he did wrong today. It's like everyone saying um, he's gonna have to adjust to the Premier League. I feel like that would be the only thing I could really see him needing to adjust to is the level of foul, because yeah. in the Liga, shit's getting blown for everything. Um, yeah. So once he, but once he clicks on that, there, bro. Look how, like, like a duck to water, bro. I think that was your line, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. yeah. Duck like, to water. Because, like, people, like, he said it as well. Like, he, he mentioned it, I think it was post-game. He was like, 
it's fast, like it's fast, it's it's mm. attack, attack, counter attack, attack. You know, it's fast. And he said that's what he that's why he wanted to come. He said he wanted to come because of that pace, because of the constant attacking, because uh, you constantly have to be concentrating. You wanted that challenge, you know. Yeah. Um, and he started off well. He started off very well. Um, and then there was another one. Money mace. There we go. How could I forget that? Three and three guys. Yes, or three games, three goals, three different kids. This man, look, look. And all three points. Okay, no, I'm not. I'm not drinking. I'm not jinxing it. I'm not jinxing <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, he's he's been quality this season, and I think in saying that, when Ronnie walks through the door, I think Mace goes to second pick for um, nine. I think Cavani will have a much lighter role. Not to say like lighter role, he's still not a lot of game time because there's enough games for everybody to get minutes. But I think yeah. Money Mace will definitely be um, he'd feature in every single game. Like, how do you not yeah. play him? Like, Oli referenced that specifically with Donny, where after the, the, the international break that's happening now, we're going to get more games because, you know, we're getting the Carabao Cup, we're getting Champions League games midweek as well. There's still league. So, yeah. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna start playing every three four days now. Quick touch um, on the on that there, right? So obviously there'll be rotation mm. in that. But anyone else noticing a little something about Mr. Gunner's um, substitutions? Are they not happening a little bit earlier? It's almost as if he are, trusts the players he's bringing on now. Hey, crazy, crazy. Bruh. Who would have thought? Man, I'm so gassed about that because that was a gripe. I feel like that was one of like three. Um, cons we had for Ali was that his subs were too late but we had said that he doesn't trust a lot of the plays he's bringing off mm-hmm. well now he's got the ability to be like oh things aren't clicking for for Sancho I'll bring on Tony he'll give me something different um I think he moved Mace out right and then um mm-hmm. brought James off for Cavani like imagine having the ability to bring Cavani off the bench soon when Ronaldo comes in you'll have Mace on the bench you'll have Cavani on the bench Donnie's still around. Yes, Donnie will get game time, guys. Just chill. Like, there's quality players on the bench that will now be able to feature and actually change the game instead of just coming on for mm-hmm. five just to feature. So, keen to see that there. Um, your man of the match? Man of the match, um, Dave. Um, it's close. Um, I'm going for Dave because yeah. if if at that point, you know, that goal goes in, it's it's game over, um, simple as that. And that save, like I I miss that Dave. I want to see more of that Dave. I want to see Dave. Like that's not the only thing I want to see from Dave, but I want to see him making those saves. I want to see him, you know, claiming high balls like he used to. Because there was look, we need to be honest. There was a phase where high balls and physicality in and around his six yard box didn't phase Dave. Mm. Like he yes he he went down you know, under challenge in the air or whatever. But it never used to be like, if it's in the six-yard box, he's a, he's a, he's a liability like it was when he first came. Um, so I just want to see that again, where he's no longer that kind of liability and he's in the air. He's taking those, he's plucking those balls out of the air. Taking players um, out, getting to the ball. That's what I want to see. Yeah. Uh, my man of the match was, so I've got two, essentially, because I'm always on the fence. Uh, Champions League Varane, just because of mm-hmm. how he came in. It was a hard game for him to come into, not in the sense of like looking into the game, but just the way the game played out and the performances mm-hmm. that we put in. 
made his debut very difficult, but he handled it like a, like it was so smooth. And then I've gone for Adama Traore. I know he doesn't play for us. I know it's a United podcast. But guys, I was so impressed with him today. He had us like he had us spinning, hoping for an injury or some shit. Like he played phenomenal. If only he knew what to do when he got to the box. He could actually like do bits like in world football. Yeah. I I I don't understand how, you know, in what's been now like two, three years, mm. that isn't something he has worked not on. worked on and improved on. I would have I would have thought like you have the physicality, you have the speed. You you just need you to work skill. on decision making. Just got decision making and finishing. To... Yeah. Um, so that's a weird one. It's not a player though, so but we don't really. Yeah. Care. But I was just I had to give him a shout out. He was super impressive today. Um, but before um, we, yeah, yeah. Anything? Yeah. I was gonna say before we call it, let's just run through some quick uh, player ratings. Um, we're gonna like yeah. blitz through it. So just uh, off the top of your head, Dave. Dave eight. Wambisaka. Um, Wambisaka, seven. Yeah. Uh, Varan. Varan, eight. Uh, Maguire. Maguire, seven. Uh, Luke Shaw. Shaw had a bad game today. Um, I'll give Shaw five. Um, I yeah, I'd agree. I think that's a bit generous, but I'd agree. I'd give. I'd have given him a four. But I, we, mm. we, we say this about sure you will play into his form. Um, mm. Fred. Fred, four. Um, Paul? Five. Um, Paul also didn't have a great game today. Yeah, things just weren't clicking for him. His, his distribution was decent out wide. Like, his long passes never disappoint. Yeah. Um, Bruno? Bruno, five, six. Uh, Bruno was also at an F game. Uh, like I'm being generous here with like five and sixes. Yeah, it was quite. He was quite uh, invisible. Um, yeah. Sancho. Sancho. Five. Five. Yeah, I'd agree. Again, he's four more come. He'll jaw with the team. Things will start. Yeah. Kicking. Look, I I might I might have put him down as like young the year. Um, mm-hmm. But it's entirely possible that he will take this year, like Abbott is doing at Chelsea, for example, yeah. um, where he'll take this year to, you know, adjust and acclimatize to the Prem. Um, so I'm I'm not worried um, because once he finds his feet, it's it's tickets. <laughs> it's, it's scary hours. Um, so t- we were on Sancho, Sancho so so Greenwood. Greenwood, oh, yeah. my name Mace. Um, eight. eight, simply for the winner. Love that. Mm-hmm. Um, Dan James. Dan James, mm, I'd give him a six. Yeah, fair. And then our substitutes, Cavani. All the all the substitutes, I think, get a six. Like, yeah. um, not much really they could do. Time, yeah. Um, but they did. They did. Um. Look like especially Tony. Tony looked good when he came on. Mm. Um, so playing off that left side, he looked good when he came on. Um, Cavani, like usual, offers us something different to Mace. Um, so yeah, I think all those guys when they came on, it was a six rating, didn't have much of an impact, but one terrible. Um, 
but yeah, I'm looking forward to it, especially with Oli making subs sooner and stuff like that. Then Rash coming back in the next month and all of those things. Uh, we've got an international break coming up in this week. Um, so yeah. we technically we'd only be back two weeks from now, but we might have a little fun pod planned for you guys between now and then. Um, so stay tuned for that. Just keep an eye on our socials. Um, I think from here on, um, if or not if the the transfer window closes in two days, well, a day and a bit. Yeah. Today and tomorrow, basically. So tomorrow night. Um. Mm. So yeah, we'll just give you a rundown on any new transfers. Stay tuned to our socials, and we'll let you know if anything changes. Um, yeah. Yeah, man. I think that's it for today. That's that's perfect. Cool, cool. But uh, yeah, guys, don't forget. You know, I are we. I think we're gonna be on all platforms from this episode, eh? Or is yeah. it next one? That's this one. This episode should be this. So one, yeah. yeah, guys, like, share, subscribe, download, follow all those lovely things. Um, yeah, we will see you again, hopefully in, you know, the next week or so with a fun, fun episode. Um, but yeah, guys. It's going to be chaos. I can see it now. Cheers, guys. <laughs>